0: Before you build a team, you really need
1: to. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams, and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? To get the answers, we interview top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. Listen, we believe every agent should make a minimum of $100,000 per year, and we're on a mission to make this happen. We've already helped over 100 agents achieve this with our coaching. So if you want to fast track your business growth, get to your first hundred. dollars thousand dollars in gci or add another hundred thousand dollars in gci using social strategies then head over to go.eliteagentsecrets.com or you can just click the link in the description below also just make sure to follow us hit that subscribe button and if you get any value from this at all please tell a friend and leave us a review my name is andrew dunn and my name is peter michael welcome to elite agent secrets i want to move you on To your second topic, because we went so deep on the first. Now, this is a big one. Everyone listening, you're a solo agent. You want to grow a team, leverage your time. So your second topic is about going from being an individual to being a team and and taking market share. So break down how you managed to achieve that. This is such a hot topic. And in real estate, I think it will be for all of the foreseeable future. It's like there is a ton of top producers that listen to this. They do a ton of deals and they're like, I can't find anyone good. How do I hire? What positions do I hire first? When do I hire? So break that down for us.
0: So I think we can all see the writing on the wall here that uh, teams are the future of real estate, right? Gone are the days where Linda down the street sells all the houses in the neighborhood. You need a powerhouse team. the, The amount of or the expectation that people have on how quickly you're going to respond to them is out of control. And we literally cannot keep up as individual agents. Like right now, we have 20 plus deals pending. If they were all mine, that's... 20 clients, 20 on the agents on the other side, 20 title companies, 20 lenders. Like, are you freaking kidding me? That's insane. You can't communicate that way. So you have to figure out, um, number one, where are your pain points? And I really recommend, because I didn't, I really recommend following the model that is laid out in the MREA. And I know I sound like I've drank the KW Kool-Aid because I freaking bathe in it every morning. Um, It's like, listen, if it works... Do the shit in the book. Yep. Do it. So anyway, that's my rant because everybody's like, it's a cult. Yeah. Okay. So for
1: anybody who doesn't know what MREA is, what is it?
0: It's the Millionaire Real Estate Agent. And it's a book that was written by uh, Gary Keller. And it lays out how to start a real estate team. And if you follow that and don't not follow it like me... (laughs) you will you will miss a lot of the pain points that I had so and I'll I'll elaborate a little bit so I hired Megan right so your first hire should be an assistant based on and I am probably going to botch some of this so don't take it from me read the book so um I hired Megan as my assistant and that was great and then I hired a TC and that was great and then I hired two buyer's agents at the same time with no plan or systems or anything. And that was not great. So that is what I mean by like, you can do it better. So before you, before you build a team, you really need to kind of open your mind up, take a freaking second to think about it and say, okay, if I'm doing 10 deals and he's doing 10 deals and he's doing 10 deals, how are we going to keep track of everything? What are we going to do? Because like a whiteboard on the wall doesn't work anymore. So, or just it being in my brain, or like Megan's worst nightmare—the sticky note on my laptop with how many deals are pending and how much commissions coming in. I mean, that she probably has PTSD from those days. So, making sure that you are prepared, right? So, there's all these different different schools of thought. But for the real estate team, you need to have someone helping you manage your transactions. There's just too many pieces and parts. You need to have someone helping you. If you do a lot of internet leads, who's answering your phone? Are you giving these out to your agents on a round robin? Have you trained them? Have you talked to them about how to talk to an internet lead versus how to talk to a warm lead that comes from your sphere? Have you done any of that? Um, Because I didn't. I was just like, yeah, Zillow is going to call you figure it out. And they were like... Oh, uh, I'm a realtor. So making sure that you're actually having conversations around that, like I, because for me, I'm like, I've been in sales my whole life. I sold Cutco knives door to door. I know how to close. I've worked from a script. I never even read the real estate scripts because I just know what to do. But not everyone has that background. So making sure you're taking the time if you're hiring someone who hasn't been selling since they could breathe, have a conversation with them and just see where they're at because I missed that part. Um, And then making sure that you're constantly reminding them of what you expect and encouraging them along the way. Like on Strength Finder, my fifth top strength is woo. Like, woo! Like that's my fifth strength is that. And so I'm constantly wooing for my people. Like every morning we have our morning huddle. We do gratitude. We do shout outs and we do announcements. And that's it in the morning huddle. And I might preach at them a little bit, like yesterday was kind of like going to church and all that. And so, you know, making sure that you figure out what they need and give it to them. I like oh my it. That's,
1: my God, yeah. your team meetings. I kind of want to be a fly on the wall and then the other part of me going, but do I really want to be? I'm not sure if I could I could put up with that level of like, oh, I just, if it's like, I just love you guys you're doing a great job. I'd be like, oh my God, sick bucket. Someone get me a fucking sick bucket. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They 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 need that right like and and I call us our little ragtag group because on paper it's like totally weird right like we've got Brian he's in his fifties we've got Macy she's twenty four her and her fiance are fixing to get married and like it, they're awesome and then we have Sam who's like in his early thirties we have Don who's um, her husband's retired and they live kind of far away and then right. we have Madeline who's like my sweet sweet little sweet Madeline who I feel like I'm gonna freak out sometimes. And so we just roll with it. I,
1: love, no, I mean, it's totally true. They obviously need it. I'm, do you know when you got like such, because like I'm the one that usually is like you. I'm like, you know, you go in, you'd be like, you're listening, you're doing a great job, While this is bad, da da, da You give your gratitude. But when, but then I think it's what, what are those laws or languages? And it's like, do you, do you actually like, you know, you said this is one thing, it wasn't important to anyone that's interested in real estate. You're talking about love languages and you're like, I love gifting. I love that. If everyone hasn't looked, just go and have a look. It's kind of fun to figure out what your love languages are because mine's acts of service, right? And the reason I love this is like, so if someone like goes, I don't know, makes me a sandwich or something or brings me like dinner or something like that. That for me is like the best thing ever. Like I'm like, that's so much better than getting a gift. Like it's so much better than getting a gift for me. And then that's the thing. You've got to understand where people are at. In a more serious note, it's like everyone on your team is different. And they're at different places, and we, we discuss this all the time with team members. Two easy examples. Someone wants to sell, they're motivated by money. Like if they're buying and they want to sell, they just want to make more money. Their like might change in the future, but just focus on ways to make them more money, they'll stay with you. Then the other ones are people who might be TCs or whatever, and that might be because, okay, they like the paperwork, but they're more family-orientated and they prefer time. So they don't want a pay rise. They want half a day off. They want half Wednesday off so they can go to the kids' soccer game. That's what they want. Yeah. So in a more serious note, it is under. It is important to understand where people are at, where they want to go, because it, it's not about you, it's about them. And this yeah. is where I think people Absolutely. get it wrong. It's like they uh, almost push what's their agenda on their team. Now the team is to help you reach your goals, but it's also to help them reach theirs. And this is where alignment is important. Uh, you know, for everyone listening to this, this is why teams fail and succeed. It's because alignment between the team members and the team leaders, you know, the bosses, the leaders, whatever you want to call them. And it's like, is, again, another easy example, of TC, can they work from home because they've got young children? It's like, yeah, actually they could do just as good a job. So if they're doing their job, they could 100% don't need to come into the office. Like some people are like, no, they've got to be in the office. It's like, no, they fucking don't. No, they don't. You could have an amazing TC and they'll stay with you forever if they get to stay at home with their kids so they they can do all that stuff and they'll still do their job, like, you got to move so it's away. It's all you know? about the flexibility and meeting yeah, people where they are at. And I understanding. think that's one, thing, that's one thing that's changed in the last couple of years through the whole pandemic and everything. Everyone's realized that we are actually much more flexible and we can be far more flexible. Um, I, I think there's times and places for both, but I think ultimately there's um, there is definitely, you know, people need to start being a little bit more flexible and uh, or you've just just rolled in everyone who's listening on the podcast by the way you can check out the podcast on YouTube it's just YouTube.com Elite Agent Secrets check us out because you're going to miss out on all of Ryan's gifts and stuff she's showing us house hunting t-shirts that shirt's amazing Oh, and by the way, you might not have known this. We've already helped over a 100 agents cross over $100,000 and up in GCI per year with our predictable and scalable systems. So if you're interested in learning more about our courses and coaching to help you scale your business to six figures and beyond, head over to go.eliteagentsecrets.com.